Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 2573, Head, Heart, or Gut? Which one's right? By Alain Masticot of freetopursue.com. And I'm Justin Mollick, the guy that reads to you every day covering personal development or self-help, how to live a better life, and a lot more. It's always with permission from the authors or websites. And we're gonna get right to our next one and start optimizing your life. Head, Heart or gut? Which one's right? By Alain Masticot of freetopursue.com. There are three ways of looking at a life decision, with our head, our heart, or our gut. This applies to just about any kind of decision, selecting material goods, deciding whether or not to accept a job offer, and even whether or not to propose. Which one's our best guide? Before getting to the punchline, here's a look at each one thinking with our head. Our head thinks about the problem in a logical fashion. We weigh the pros and cons and evaluate them using a combination of qualitative and quantitative criteria. Many of us go through this process by using one of many potential pros and cons lists. Some of us even use weightings and weighted average scores. You spreadsheet chalkies know who you are. Yes, very logical indeed, an economist would be proud. Example one, you do a cost-benefit analysis when deciding how you'll finance your house. You selected three potential providers and you analyze the cost of each of the options, possibly along with the financial institution's track record of stability and professionalism. Example number two, you select an online retailer based on price, quality of service, average review rating, convenience, and any other criteria important to you and Once you start using that retailer, you choose to not question your choice because you don't think the time and effort to do so are worth the investment. Thinking with our heart. Our heart considers a problem based on our emotions. It's irrational, it's passionate, and feeling strong as they might be are fleeting. How we feel at any given moment affects our personality, our thoughts, and our actions. We're fated to answer questions differently, offer different opinions, and make different decisions depending on our emotional state. Some people would say that thinking with our heart is similar to using our lizard brain. It feels right in the moment, but in hindsight, the emotional choices we make are often some we regret. They're usually defined by the I want versus the I know I need states of being. The decision will feel good in the moment, and at the time of the decision, The moment seems to be all that matters. If you want to see emotional decision-making, all you need is to spend an hour with a toddler. Example one, 
you date someone who's exciting and different because it's fun and it makes you feel adventurous, despite knowing deep down that it's not meant to last and that you may get hurt in the end if you let it get serious. Still, you convince yourself you don't care. Example number two, you shop for a car and despite starting out shopping based on a specific list of needs and wants, that little red convertible featured in the dealer's showroom keeps calling to you and against your better judgment, you buy it. Thinking with our gut. Our gut is our intuitive source. Our gut sends us implicit messages about what we think about something, but it offers very little explanation compared to our head and our heart. It's cryptic, it's secretive, it's that feeling in the pit of our stomach, that little voice that tells us something feels right or feels wrong. It has an amazing ability to foreshadow how we'll feel about a decision over the long term. And though it might offer a low-level nag that you need to consider something, it's not as pushy as the brain or the heart. That said, its position on something is usually lasting. This feeling is served up by our subconscious. Unlike our conscious mind, it's a part of us that we can't analyze or alter and therefore can't fully understand or appreciate. The trouble with explaining a decision we make by following our gut is that, well, it's impossible. Sure, we can rationalize it, but it's hard to put our finger on the real nature of it. If we're not aware of exactly why we made a decision, we'll backfill our story and convince ourselves that we made the decision quite rationally. When we do that, we're trying to kid ourselves and others, and we might not even realize we're doing it. Example, you can't explain why, but you decide that you should go with option C, despite your quantitative, qualitative analysis showing that option B is the quote-unquote right choice. Something tells you that you need to go with C. Of course, if you're in a business setting, you'll come up with a logical why, regardless of whether it's the real reason for your choice or not. You may not even know because it's just a gut feeling. Which one has it right? Our gut, hands down. Now, I'm not gonna say that our heads or our hearts don't have their place, they most certainly do. We should think about problems and opportunities in a logical and emotive way, as long as we understand their limitations and allow ourselves to do a gut check before making the final decision. Of course, this is most important when the decision is a significant and life-altering one. How often have we had that feeling in our gut that something wasn't right, that what we were choosing wasn't in our best interest, but we couldn't explain why? How often have we thought in retrospect that we should have listened? Every time I haven't listened to my gut, I've regretted it. Wrong job, wrong boyfriend, wrong car, wrong trip, wrong investment, wrong financing, buyer's remorse on consumer goods, maintaining a toxic friendship, and the list goes on. Luckily, the list of wins based on listening to it more attentively is much longer, and I'm getting better at not second-guessing what it's telling me. I also don't feel that I have to justify a decision that feels right to myself and others as much as I used to. If I'm smart about it, I'll keep letting my gut decide. That is, as long as my lizard brain doesn't get in the way. You just listened to the post titled, Head, Heart, or Gut, Which One's Right? by Alain Massicotte of freetopursue.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thank you to Alain. A nice little continuation on the topic of decision-making from yesterday. I've never actually thought about the difference between going with your heart versus going with your gut. I think I sort of lumped those together because usually when I think about decisions, I just think brain versus body or everything else. So for me, it was interesting to hear the difference between heart and gut, where heart is more about the emotions and gut is more about intuition. It's interesting stuff. I'm sure we've all had that weird moment where we just felt like something wasn't right even though our emotions were with it and were stable and there didn't seem to be a logical explanation, well, that's the gut. And like Alain said, it can last for quite a while. And that's the one Alain says is usually right. I feel like I've seen studies in the past that did confirm that the gut decision usually outperformed the others, but don't hold me to that. I'll have to do some more research to see if I can find that exact study or studies. But I do think we sometimes discount it or other people's gut decisions, because they're a lot more difficult to explain. So it's something to keep in mind as we make those decisions, but that'll conclude our little decision-making theme between yesterday and today. Tomorrow we'll be talking about the winter blues, so I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits.